0: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood surveillance state. Instead of Mr. Rogers, Jeff Bezos is putting on his cardigan and answering the door. Grab your shoes. It's device and virtue.
1: Oh well, hey, welcome back to Device and Virtue where we argue the wrongs and rights of technology and faith in everyday life. We're coming to you from Chicago. I'm Chris and I'm
0: Adam and we are talking about the Ring doorbell ring, today. Ring. <laughs> the doorbell, the one that like the camera on your front door. Ding dong.
1: Adam, how many Amazon packages do you think you get usually?
0: Oh, wait, what do you mean usually? Like I could count on one hand in my lifetime how many Amazon packages? What? Is that true? Maybe. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true. Maybe not. (laughs) I just assumed you get, I get like, I don't know, four or five a month. Oh, my neighbor. She literally gets a package every other day. Well, I, yeah. Like, I'm amazed at all the stuff that goes in. I like wonder what her apartment looks well, yeah, like.
1: Well, how do you shop? I mean, I have Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah.
0: you no, do you? I don't. I do not have Amazon Prime. I've used my parents a couple times.
1: <laughs> 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 like uh, a good,
0: like a good millennial. And setup, I actually, not I actually millennial. get them. I, I actually get them delivered to work because I don't want people to steal my packages <laughs> off the porch. <laughs> Which is why today's topic: the ring doorbell as a thing
1: right this is the doorbell yeah. which people don't all know is owned by amazon
0: amazon well installed- i mean they own everything but yeah the <laughs> ring is one ring, well, they the doorbell bought it in is
1: 2018 one but they installed on we don't know for sure but like 10 million homes
0: yeah, yeah, uh, they don't share all those numbers because we share everything with them, and they don't share anything back. <laughs> it's like a bad relationship, oh honestly. Gosh. Anyways,
1: but to to record, you know, you've seen these. You can watch videos of these on YouTube. Yeah, but it's like a little wide bulb, sort of fish bowl looking camera, and it shows you the whole front door. Right, and it's supposed to like sort of help watch your packages. But yeah, also it could show you if like a neighbor is walking by on the sidewalk or anything else that happens outside. Your yeah, it's door.
0: it's uh, motion activated, right? So if a car drives by or whatever, if there's a porch pirate, which I love that name, but it's a terrible thing. <laughs> People like I've, are stealing packages right, off other people's porches, right? right? Seriously. There's so many videos yeah. online of this stuff. Right. They're catching all these crazy things that are happening in neighborhoods, right? So
1: sometimes Ring features these. I don't know if you saw the one where there's these people like that are TPing this guy's house. And he's watching. Like, <laughs> There's a Ring doorbell in the front. And he sees. Like, He's the, looking at the video later. Right? They're it's all like,
0: in costume, right? It's like
1: night vision. But he can't tell who it is because they're wearing <laughs> like bear and chicken heads.
0: <laughs> and, but they're TPing his house?
1: Yeah. The funny thing is. I mean, Ring put this one out themselves. They said. He's like, I know it's not kids. Because they're using three ply toilet paper, <laughs> and no one would buy that. If they were just teenagers. Uh,
0: yeah. So their his his friends are buying the expensive stuff because they love
1: them. <laughs> yeah, I right. guess.
0: Oh, dude, I'm the king
1: of pranks. I would have done this. Anyway. Oh man!
0: But I, I heard about a story actually about a woman who was getting kidnapped. No joke. And what? she runs up to the door and she's like knocking on the door on New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, and. The guy jumps out of the car and drags her back into the car, but it's all on video. And so they've used the video to like search for this person. I actually don't know what happened. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Isn't that a a terrible story? though? It was all caught on a ring porch camera.
1: Do we oh Gosh, well, we go for like uh, funny ones to like scary ones. Yeah. There are scary ones. Well, okay, another sort of funny one, which is faux scary. <laughs> okay, so they like to feature. You know, sometimes you see videos of kids. Yeah. Um, on this thing because kids are cute. I guess Halloween like last year, maybe it was two years ago. They have little ring videos of kids walking up in cute costumes right. to say trick or treat. Apparently, ha- Halloween two years ago, the whole ring system. Fried. It shut down that outage because they had so so many triggers of people walking (laughs) into our front door. It pinged the
0: server so much. (laughs) It got overwhelmed. All the kids are trick-or-treating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you're a nerd, you've heard of like a DODDS attack. (laughs) Like it's like denial of service attack when someone tries to overwhelm a server so it can't do anything. Uh It looked like it was, but it was just Halloween.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I heard about a woman, she had installed one of these on her porch and she caught her daughter... It sounded like her daughter was of age, but her daughter was drinking with a friend talking about how controlling her mother was. <laughs> and so this mother is like mom, watching this whole thing. And apparently she never told her daughter oh gosh. <laughs> that she had heard this, <laughs> so, which I think is actually kind of gracious, yeah. honestly. Right.
1: Oh, uh, I guess. Well, maybe she's learning at that point. She's not a helicopter parent. there. There are scary ones. I mean, for like younger kids and parents, a lot of people saw this one. There was an the eight year old girl. That was in her Ooh, yeah. bedroom and they had installed the ring doorbell like inside her room, I guess. Cause that's that a good idea. I know, but it was supposed to like help protect her and it got hacked. Oh and really? So a hacker sort of broke into this mm-hmm. somehow and got access to speak through the doorbell. Cause you can talk on through the doorbell. She's playing in her room and she's by like by her dollhouse. And all of a sudden a voice comes out of the corridor and says, little girl, I'm your best friend. I'm Santa Claus. You know, and it starts swearing at yeah. It is super scary. That's super scary. I think any that watches it would be freaked out.
0: Like, what's going on? It's super confusing.
1: And so these cameras and talkback things, there are all these weird videos. Yeah.
0: That is scary. Well, slightly less scary. Did you hear one of these doorbell cams caught an alien abduction on the camera? <laughs> this is not true. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a glitch. But... The person just disappeared. The video just glitched out. Oh, I see. But it's out, it's out there. I'm it's like in looking Texas. At, I'm looking at Porter, you like that. Texas. That's what happened. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. You never know what's going to happen on these things. So I can see why people
1: like these cameras. Absolutely. Right. They actually started back in 2013. Like there's a guy, <laughs> did you know this story? The guy was on Shark Tank, the inventor of this. Oh, thing. really? Yeah. The TV show in 2013. Oh, he, wow. He called it a door bot and <laughs> it was supposed to just, you know, help you answer the door from your couch and be convenient. And they renamed it ring and then eventually it got bigger and bigger when Amazon saw potential and they bought it. And so that's made it sort of really big. It's gotten really big in the last year or two. But, I mean, who doesn't want to make sure their home is safe or not even have their Amazon package stolen? And it produces some funny videos too. But I think the biggest thing this changes, this technology in our society, is the interesting idea that it's not like Amazon is watching all this, although they might have a database of this video footage. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. I see you looking at me. Okay. I'll wait. But it's actually that neighbors are watching their neighborhood – through this app it's almost your neighbor is watching you right or we're watching us we're watching each other and they even created with the ring doorbell this new app it's called the neighbor's app and you can install on your phone i i I, I installed it right before (laughs) we recorded (laughs) and i have it here i'm opening it up now you know they call this the new neighborhood watch
0: yes right so neighborhood watch was like this crime prevention and different neighborhoods people were committing to watch out their windows things that are happening
1: right so like here i'm zooming in it looks like google maps i can see my house on here because you put in your address and it shows me all the streets around my house but there's little dots on here there's red dots for crime there's purple dots for suspicious
0: Mm, suspicious
1: right Um, there's green dots for safety (laughs) so like these are reports there's like uh yellow dots for something else i don't know there's a one dot for lost pets
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: people can report that. So if I click on this, like, safety one here, this is, like, four blocks from my house. Okay, so this one's interesting. There is a video of a front door here. Okay. And it looks like it's on a front porch. Wow. And this guy, it's in the middle of the night, and you can see a line of parked cars on the street. And there's a guy walking past each car and he's pulling on each door handle as he walks past each car.
0: Each car door.
1: Right now. I can see No this. kidding. He's clearly testing any of the cars to see if they're unlocked.
0: Whoa. Whoa.
1: Right? Wow, that was in my neighborhood like just a few days ago.
0: That's yeah, scary. that's like scary. <laughs> Why do you live there? You need to move.
1: <laughs> I think that stuff happens, hmm. you know, and then there's other, I mean, I like the lost pet ones. They actually have one of the, a dot for like nice neighborly actions. Like you can report like <laughs> something nice that your neighbor
0: did for you. So, so this is really changing kind of how you see your own neighborhood. Like if you didn't see that video, you'd think, uh, Oh, I feel relatively safe in this neighborhood. My car is parked on the no, street I've, I've or, never had a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's not a problem. But then you see these videos or cats are getting kidnapped. (laughs) Dogs are getting abducted. (laughs) By aliens. By aliens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. What does an app with a map and dots of problems do to the way we think about our neighborhood? Yeah, And what does it mean that we're watching each other with Mm -hmm. little digital cameras. Mm -hmm. Does that make you uncomfortable?
0: Well, and I think even like if I were considering moving into a neighborhood, I would definitely check it out before I moved into the neighborhood.
1: Ooh, interesting. You
0: know, how many dots are there, right?
1: Okay, but my question would be, what neighborhood doesn't have these dots? Doesn't the technology of this app suddenly create this phobia or maybe like tunes us in or over tunes us in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To something that's real, but maybe not... As visible or allowed right as it should be because we it misses yeah all the school children walking on the street and the good neighborhood meetings happening yeah and the things else. it's
0: giving visibility to on the map are by and large negative things safety, suspicious activity lost animals. There is the neighborly events, which is great. I support that. Yeah, like there's a
1: couple of videos of the delivery guys that stopped by and someone left out snacks for them and they loved it. And that was cute, you know, and that was being neighborly. Right.
0: But all the dots are primarily negative. You want fewer dots for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't give visibility to necessarily a lot of the good things happening in the neighborhood. Or we don't notice that actually there's a lot of space between each dot. And all of that space actually reflects that. It, it, you can only say that there's something not happening, but you can't say that there's something positive something happening.
1: Something positive happening, right. I think it creates maybe a fear. And it's interesting how a technology, the possibility of having a camera at your front door connected mm-hmm. to your Wi-Fi at every front door yeah. creates a way of me thinking about me and my family and my home in here and all the neighbors out there. Uh- it's almost an attitude of like we're in here and all. Everything else outside of here could be bad.
0: Could be dangerous.
1: It could be scary. Uh, And the camera like reinforces it because it's pointed one direction out.
0: Yeah. It really cultivates this posture of suspicion, this attitude that like, I need to just be watching out and I need to be vigilant and I'm going to use this tool as a way to like stay on top of it and sort of manage my own fears. What if our fears are founded? Yeah, it seems like those fears are really one of the big reasons that Amazon actually purchased Ring as a way to protect the packages that they were delivering.
1: Oh, sure. It's a corporation. They lose money. Usually they refund you if you have something stolen. Right, if you have something
0: stolen, (laughs) if there's a porch pirate, then they're going to refund you. And they wanted to sort of prevent I wonder how many years that happens. I bet it's a lot. Yeah, I'm sure they track to some degree, but now they can have a even higher degree of visibility on that and they're protecting that. But inadvertently, they're also maybe generating a higher level of suspicion or fear within the neighborhood that these things are happening than there would have been before.
1: Okay. Unintended consequences. Yes. I'm really surprised you're not like attacking the big corporation more (laughs) for like the things that they do intend. Like normally you would also have concerns about, they have a huge database now of all this video and would they, will they serve us ads in the future based on Mm. that? Or what could they do with that? Which, you know, I tend to be less concerned mainly because I don't see the consumeristic motive as huge But I think it's a real thing. Amazon is gathering more information about us than they've ever had before.
0: Yeah, we're just giving it up all the time.
2: God is a genius storyteller, and the evidence of this is threaded throughout Scripture. In Christianity Today's new show, Holy Curiosity, with me, Kat Armstrong, we explore storied connections threaded throughout Scripture from the Old Testament to the New. Listen and subscribe to Holy Curiosity with Kat Armstrong on your favorite podcast platform.
0: While Amazon is really focused on the security of their packages, they've also used Ring to talk about the security of neighborhoods, and Uh they're really pushing that. Not just to people in a neighborhood, but to police in a neighborhood. Seriously? I was reading these articles from
1: Vice by this reporter named Carolyn Haskin. She's been following the stories. Yeah. She said that they've partnered with police departments. Last year, they had 200 police departments they had partnered with. Uh huh. In the last six months, they're up to 600 police departments across the United wow. States that Ring Doorbell is partnering with. Wow. Interesting, right?
0: Yeah. So the police are picking up these doorbells. They're promoting these doorbells, really. And they're... Yeah,
1: because they get them free ones. Some of the chiefs of police, <laughs> they give them a free ring oh, doorbell. Interesting. They throw parties at police conferences
0: yeah. to increase safety yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, so where we used to have like corporate surveillance or maybe government surveillance, now we have privatized personal surveillance, neighborhood surveillance. But the police then, they actually had the opportunity through a specialized app to actually go out and request video from ring doorbell owners. Mm. Right. If, if something right, has right, happened right. in their neighborhood, they can put out a request and say, Hey, this happened and we would like access to your video camera and footage from this time period. And you know, you can get a notification on your app and you can give permission. Would you do that? If you got a request, like we think something has happened in your neighborhood. Could you share this footage with us? I definitely want to know more about what they're investigating. But how much can they tell me? I don't even know. Yeah, exactly. It's not happened to me yet.
1: I mean, I think most people are going to want to say yes, right? They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. if I can help solve a crime, then I want to do that. And yeah. it, to be fair, what we know is that police don't have direct access to the videos. They they can't just do it without talking. To right, you. But, right, right. But by asking you, and I think most people are going to click yes. Yeah. Um they can bypass the whole warrant system because right. you gave permission for the camera. Right. So it's right. for most police departments it's a faster, more efficient way to get yeah. coverage.
0: So whereas in the past, police and detectives would have had to find eyewitnesses who were actually on the street or whatever and and, wow. and ask them yeah, to yeah, look sure, for sure. it. Now oh, yeah. you have this hyper vigilant, always on action camera. <laughs> yeah, motion activated camera that is always watching, so... Name check our old episode
1: on Can I Get a Witness? Yes. (laughs) About which is a better witness, a human or a camera? Back the beginning of season two. Yeah, where we asked about, is a camera a better witness or a person a better witness? Right. And we start realizing it's really complicated because they both have advantages and disadvantages.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. So bring it into this current age. Instead of looking for eyewitnesses, they're looking for video witnesses. Sure and And I bet they solve crimes that way. I'm sure they do, and I'm sure that Ring wants to make that known
1: in some ways that makes me feel more safe. But then other communities, for instance, like this other article I was reading was talking about a group of pastors in Baltimore, okay, black pastors. Uh That were saying that the ring doorbell for them was a positive, Uh not only because they had people in their churches that were struggling with their neighborhood not being safe. There was crime. Okay. But also because they didn't fully trust the police. Oh, interesting. And that there was an antagonistic relationship with the police as is somewhat known in Baltimore where there's concerns about civil rights violations. And these pastors are saying this is a way for us as citizens to have security because if a police is knocking on our door, we might not even feel safe then.
0: So they kind of feel empowered by the doorbell as a material witness, yeah. So, in in their neighborhood to sort of protect what's happening in the neighborhood. Because there could be light on injustice. Or or, or to work together to bring down c- crime apart from the police authorities. Right. Is that right? Yeah, the entire question begs where is our security. And for these
1: folks in Baltimore, you know, they're trying to find their security and uh, they're not sure. The police maybe not. And that's why a lot of people are adopting they're looking for like this gives me security (laughs) yeah one other thought I thought about the whole alliance with the police that we just haven't talked about is you know are the police going to use facial recognition on the video databases that get created Apparently they Ring has officially said nope, they do not do facial recognition, although one reporter already reported that they have someone with a title of facial recognition officer in the company, <laughs> meaning that they could do it. What we do know is that police have other databases or other programs that can do facial recognition now. Yeah, yeah. And so they could, you know, port the video from one and, and check it on the other. But I think that's another question that we have to think about with security, that trade off between privacy and security. So that's the sitch Adam on the ring doorbell. But we're Christians. We're thinking about this ethically. What are we thinking about? I feel like we have three at least three points in front of us here. What were you thinking?
0: Yeah. I think the first one that really comes to mind for me is I guess what I'd call the observer effect. We talked about earlier the video footage in your neighborhood of a guy going car door to car door, pulling on the handles, seeing if a door opens. And right. I I thought, you know, if he knew that there was a camera on that porch, he would not be doing that. That's the idea. That's the idea, right? And I think that sounds like a great thing. And at the same time, there's also a bit of the flip side where people are just out in their yards or kids are playing in the street or lovers are kissing on the (laughs) porch, you know? Yeah. And... What happens in those cases when I know that I'm being observed? How does my behavior change? How does my relationship with other people change? Yeah, because yeah, right. I know that this is going to be on record. You know, if if the daughter knew that her mom's video recording was going to catch her, she might not be sitting on the porch drinking a beer with a friend talking about her mom and how she's controlling. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, like I feel like this is the old old school i learned this in science class the heisenberg principle (laughs) or you know the hawthorne principle but the idea is that when something's watched it changes its behavior yeah and like how do we change our behavior when we know we're being watched the problem is like it sounds like it's good in the deterrent sense sure but isn't there weird backwards effects ethically on communities when someone stops being true maybe Mm. and maybe thinks the things like you think of like communist soviet stories of where people felt like they were being washed all the time. And so they just didn't ever share their real political feelings or they buried it. Right. And so instead of having a discourse or a real person, you had a lot of thin or cold people. And this is a stereotype, but when you read things on propaganda and the way surveillance worked in the Soviet union, that's a negative
0: effect. Yeah. Instead of being true with each other, because there's this, third party involved that's watching suddenly your relationship with me changes and i i don't know necessarily why but i can suspect oh it's because of this third party that's watching us and so when do we get to have an authentic interaction the interesting thing and i'll turn this on its head
1: but the question i ask is what is it like when we think about god being the one that sees us all the time I mean, we're talking a lot about privacy, right? And Mm -hmm. you and I have talked about privacy before. To name check another episode, we did a privacy episode. Is that also season two?
0: I think so, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: On privacy, but it was all about the article I wrote for Christianity Today on privacy where we thought through these different issues. And Mm. it's almost like something we tell Sunday school children, like, God's watching all the time, be good, (laughs) you know? And that's almost the deterrent with the ring camera, right? Uh, uh. But there's something not automatically negative about the watching because someone that's good that's watching us and in love that's watching us actually hopefully creates goodness and love. Yeah. The
0: loving gaze.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It's how the gaze
0: is rather than this judgmental gaze, right? Yeah, totally.
1: Here's the second thought that I had, and this does come from some of my thoughts on privacy, Uh uh, is that one, You know, I I like to say to Christians, I feel like this is the new normal. Like, it's not like there's going to be less cameras in the future. (laughs) I've been saying this for years, right? Like, it's not just the ring doorbells. Like, a picture of every door having it. And already every shopping mall has it. People are really shocked when they know how many public cameras track (laughs) them at this point. The new normal is that we're seen and we're watched. And so the question, I think, for Christians is not, how do I resist this, what feels like an invasion of privacy, I think it's how do I live with love and integrity in a world where there's cameras everywhere, where that's part of how the world is. And I make points and people can go back and read it about like this is actually maybe more similar to different points back in history and small towns when everyone knew what you were doing or something. (laughs) There's an American individualism sort of in this assumption of we get our own house and no one sees us. But I think there's an opportunity with these new technologies for us to be vulnerable and have integrity. And by integrity, I mean, be who you say you are, right? One of the threatening things is if we're actually sort of sinful, like we say at church, we're one thing, but then we go to work and we yell at people that work for us or something. (laughs) Like if a camera is watching us and we feel discovered and we feel like that's bad, Well, actually, it's forcing us to be true, like Mm. a plumb line, right? It's Mm. like, wait, your actions have to match up to who you say you are. And being watched, like, challenges us on that, possibly in a good way. I used to coach missionaries, and I always told missionaries that, like, don't just put in your little prayer letter all the fake sort of really Christian highlights of what Mm. you do. You need to put your challenges and your spiritual things, too, because there's a temptation to fake it. And the social media era helped people that support missionaries sort of see them in a real light where they're seeing more day-to-day things. So okay. I think there's, a, there's an opportunity for integrity. But I think there's an opportunity for vulnerability in an era where we're watched, where Christians have a way of loving people and inviting them into their home, into their table, think Thanksgiving dinner, where you can provide a warmth and a space in your home, in the place that you're trying to protect with the doorbell. <laughs> Why not open the door and invite people in and invite them to sit at the table and be loved? And know your family and know both your goods and your weaknesses. And I think that's what Jesus does for us. He invites us to the table. And so I think there's an opportunity to, I know that's metaphorical. It probably would take a longer explanation, but Mm. to invite people to the table and uh, have our vulnerabilities in a society where people are worried about being vulnerable.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. I struggle with the aspect of the question, who am I being vulnerable to? two when the camera is this sort of ambiguous thing and i don't know who's behind it yeah and so when i hear what you're saying i like what you're saying but i also have a little bit of anxiety about it because like i don't want to be vulnerable to a camera i want to be vulnerable to a person right and the camera veils the person it's like the wizard of oz right You don't know who's behind the veil
1: or, or, or Adam, (laughs) it could reveal the person. I mean, not to like take rings marketing, like hook, line and sinker, but I mean, (laughs) they have all these videos of like neighbors meeting each other because of the camera, you know, (laughs) or like little human moments or that thing on the app that was a little dot that said a neighborly moment.
0: And maybe there are ways
1: that uh, communications technologies can introduce us to the person.
0: Yeah, in the same way that we've sort of come to assume, like, hey, it, you posted on Facebook, we can talk about it, even though I haven't seen you in weeks. Yeah.
1: It, it, oh, what have you been doing? Oh, I went to the Caribbean. Oh, I saw that. How was it? Yeah, well, once, <laughs> that's a normal
0: conversation now. I saw that. How was it? Yeah, once once it once the video yeah. camera in the neighborhood becomes the new normal, it's like, hey, I saw your kids the other day out walking the dog. <laughs> right. right. Uh, did you get a new dog, guys? Right? Mark
1: our words; it's going to be like that. I think so.
0: And maybe there's some good in that to kind of take in the other direction, though. The antithesis of that, I think, is at least in this cultural moment, there can potentially be a posture of suspicion that's cultivated. So we talked about all the dots on the map are right. generally negative, And I can walk around my neighborhood thinking, oh, you know, this happened here. This happened here. And actually, my neighborhood is a dangerous place. It's not a place of safety. Which, I'll just make the point, on broadcast news, which is an old technology, but
1: if you just watch the local news, it feels that same way. Yeah. So, the app is like the new version of it bleeds,
0: it leads. Mm, yeah. Whereas, and it can sometimes miss all the positive news. In yeah. 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 And, and just buying the device and installing it is kind of putting into place this representation of, I feel a little uncomfortable here, or I feel... A little fearful here, and I'm going to take care of that by installing this. But I think the posture of suspicion is there, and we can kind of indulge it a little bit more using this app. And I, hmm. I certainly think that that is not what the kingdom of God is calling us to. That's not what the gospel has for us. Mm-hmm. That's not what the good news looks like. That we would live in a space in a neighborhood where we believe in the best about each other. But maybe we also know the worst about each other, but we hold those things in tension. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than we believe the worst in each other and we look for confirmation of it.
1: Yeah, like loving your neighbor doesn't mean that fear doesn't exist. It means that love wins over fear.
0: Right. And I think, again, going back, how can we have the loving gaze if we're using this app? How do we look upon our neighborhood and look upon the people in our neighborhood in a loving way that looks for the best in them and looks for opportunities to go out beyond the porch go out and be in front of the camera and not behind it okay
1: Adam it's time for vice or virtue front porches (laughs) You
0: know, because the doorbell, it's on the front porch. You got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Yeah, I say. I don't know when they were invented, by the way. Uh, oh man, they're like Solomon had a portico, right? Oh wow, wow, Solomon's porch. Nice. Oh man. So I say, give me a rocker and a railing. I'm I'm there. I'm oh, on man. the front porch, it's just cr- rocking away. He's a cracker barrel man. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. You know, I think porches have. Gone away because air conditioning exists. That makes me really sad. But I absolutely—it's a virtue. Get out on your front porch and say hi to somebody.
1: Oh man, so good at mentioning the air conditioning. I thought I was going to be the cool one. Oh yeah, the cool one. Oh man, that was (laughs) terrible. No, you and I just watched places. You made a
0: historical reference (laughs) and I made a
1: pun. (laughs) <laughs> but oh, we've been tr- hanging out too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, especially in Charleston, South Carolina, where I was born back in the day. They uh, have these porches along the sides of the houses oh, because that's the way the breeze blew and they discovered that it was better to get cool air into the house, right?
2: Oh, I like and, that.
1: But I love the front porch because there's this idea of neighbors being neighbors. You didn't need an app that was called Neighbors. You actually can be on a sidewalk you know, <laughs> and meet the neighbors. Yep. But when I lived in Orlando, Florida for a little bit, it's a lot of suburbs with garages the that go automatically down oh. but there's one neighborhood that's built from a new urbanism perspective if oh, you've yeah. heard of this it's yeah. like this urban planning where they try to bring back front porches essentially they put a bit wider sidewalks and bigger front porches in order to get people to meet each other again and I think the architecture and the technology of that environment in the neighborhood really does yes. contribute to a true community God so bless them
0: I am virtue all the way
1: stop agreeing
0: with me <laughs> this is awesome the ring doorbell could change your community could change your life it's true we actually probably should admit to people that neither of us have one yet but I'm gonna buy one you are
1: gonna buy oh, one I totally
0: want one. Oh man oh no way I know
2: you I, won't, I, you I don't won't get never. Amazon
0: Prime packages so it doesn't matter it's a good conversation
1: if you are watching us on a doorbell please comment online. yeah
0: yeah we'd like to know yikes I'm looking around now This episode is brought to you in part by Ministry Pivot with Russell St. Bernard. This podcast features important conversations with industry leaders such as Nona Jones, Bishop Walter Scott Thomas, Reverend Dr. Nicole Martin, and so many more. Visit ministrypivot.com or on all streaming platforms.